Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Hope you're doing great. I want to brag for a second. If you're looking at me on YouTube, you'll see this. I have on my Mary J. Blige shirt. Y'all don't know this, but I literally think Mary J. Okay. I think I'm the most beautiful woman in the world because I think I'm supposed to think that. But if I was to choose another woman who I think is the most beautiful, I think Mary J. Blige is so gorgeous, so talented, so real, so gifted. Um, What else do I want to say about her? Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like we would be friends. Like I like her. Um, I really hope our paths cross one day. I'm just going to will it. I'm going to manifest it. Um, not because I'm not even, it's like, I'm not really a fan. Like, I feel like she's somebody who I could know. And I've seen the things she's been through and have just wished her the best in all of those things. And she just keeps on keeping on. That's my boo. Go team Mary J. And I love my life. That's like, my life is is in my top five albums and that's stiff competition. Cause that's Stevie wonder, you know? So anyway, Mary J. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about drum roll, drum roll. Before I do that, though, before before I get into what we're going to talk about, um, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the times in your life where something difficult has happened and you know, there are those times where we don't take off of work or we, you know, maybe we have, we're caring for a parent or our kids and we kind of have to keep going and um, how that feels like that push of continuing when you really just want to pull back your energy. And that's what we're going to talk about today is pulling back your energy ways to do it, even if you do have other people to take care of, and why it's so important. Um, So I recently had cause to do this. Um, Had a ton, by the time this airs, everything, all this will be done. (laughs) Had a ton of projects. I'm going to call them creative projects. New website rebuild. You know, a weight loss program. I hate calling it that. Does it have a name yet? (laughs) Uh, But uh, the podcast, getting all that ready, 
And then in the midst of that, um, just the regular midlife stuff that comes up. I don't, I'm not in midlife suck anymore. Um, I'm in a point of midlife showing me, you know, what I want, how I want to be, who I want to be. So I'm, I'm turning it over and looking at it. So it's not as damning or damaging or difficult. Um, I coach myself through that, but then a young man who I love died by suicide. And so that kind of snow globed me that shook me up and I pulled back my energy hard. Like I talked to my best friend every day. I went about three weeks, not talking to her. Um, people, you know, I, I made a post or I told people that I was in grief I was getting messages. I wasn't responding to messages. And then eventually I responded, which is like a heart icon. Um, you know, I just hearted the message. I said, icon, that seems so vintage. I hearted the messages, you know, people Marco Polo me. I just hearted the message and, you know, really pulled back, got very much into the creative projects, cried, felt how I needed to feel. And I was coaching a client yesterday and I told her I was going to create this as the Jennifer, (laughs) the Jennifer rule, because we were talking about it. And she was talking about loneliness. And I was telling her about solitude and the difference between that. And she the way she said it was so clear. So anyway, I was telling her that, you know, what looks like loneliness could really be kind of transformed and made into solitude where you're taking your energy, you're pulling it back, you're um, being quieter, you're more to yourself, you're not on the front lines to help anybody figure out anything. You're actually even letting phone calls and things come through and you're not uh, responding even to t- make people feel better. Like, Oh, I'm going through this. You're not talking about what you're going through because you're in a very internal process and you don't want to be external. You're introverting, not extroverting. And she says something. So this is the Jennifer rule. She says something so brilliant. She's like, you know, loneliness feels like something that is done to you. And solitude feels like something you do for yourself. I was like, Oh, fucking a that's brilliant. Yes, the Jennifer rule is born. And then I expounded it and said, well, the thing about loneliness is while it feels like it's being done to you, you are doing that to yourself because you're deciding things should look a certain way and they're not. And you're deciding I'm alone in this. But solitude is embracing that in a beautiful way that allows you to hear your own voice. I needed to hear my own voice. I need to experience my suffering and be curious about my sadness. And I needed me for me. And short of a huge emergency or debacle, I couldn't do it. Like every back of the day, I sometimes would put up on my Facebook page when I was doing solitude. If you're having a problem, I can't help you. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I don't even do that that much anymore. I'm just gone. I didn't explain to my best friend. I did talk to her the other day and, you know, said something. And I had a friend who was having some feelings and wanted more of my time. And I just was like, you're going to get less of my time because I need me for me. And she did receive that, which was cool. 
The point is there are times we need when we need to pull back our energy and we need to be unapologetic with it. I thought that word is so funny to me, unapologetically pull back your energy, yo. So that's what you need to do. You need to think about, you don't need to, but you could choose to. Let's And let's talk about some times um, to do that and also some ways where that makes you feel connected to yourself. So that's the number one. <laughs> that's reason number one. You are feeling disconnected in general. The symptoms of that are anxiety, um, feeling ad- easily being agitated and upset. I call it being a snapdragon because you're just like snapping at people all the time. Um, you keep pulling back, but you're stepping forward because you think you're supposed to. So that is a perfect time to pull back your energy, counting your ducks, putting your ducks in a row. Okay. Like, and deciding that you get to be your number one, y'all know I say it, number one stunner, you get to be your number one stunner in your life. You get to be the person who gets the majority of your attention, your time, all of that. So Kim, what do I do if I have a newborn? You hire a night nurse if you can, or a nanny, or the partner is brought in to do more of the work, or you have your favorite aunt come in to help you, or you ask for help, you know? Okay, well, Kim, uh, you know, my parent just received a diagnosis. How do I do that? Well, you enlist, you know, here's, here's one way you could do it. You could push your energy out momentarily to buy you pulling back your energy. So you help said parent with some ways they need to get to treatment or whatever, or the meal train, you reach out to the larger community to get meals brought in. And, you know, you help them think about a team that they could ask and you give a day, but then and you say to them, I'm still processing this and going through this and I love you and I'm going to come out of this, but I need some time to do that. So you use your voice, you speak up. Okay, well, Kim, what if I have this demanding job and and I need to pull back? There's this thing called vacation time that y'all don't like to use. I teach my clients, plan your vacations at the beginning of the year. So you have something to look forward with, forward to, and there's already, you don't, you're not, you're not gonna get your vacation in the busiest time, but after the busiest time, you might. So you prioritize yourself at first and put it on the calendar or you take a mental health day and you tell people I won't be available. I'm not feeling well. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Sick days, right? On a sick day, you don't work a sick day. You actually are sick and you allow your body to heal itself. You take care of yourself and you say up front, I won't be reachable until, and you give the time you put it out of office on your email, you say, hey, I'm pulling back my energy. I won't talk to you fool for four months. No, but you, you know, so there's ways to do it. It just means you have to let go of that identity of the, you know, I say the fire engine thinking. You can't chase the fire engine as it goes down the road. You can't do that. You can't 
you can't your identity of the person who's there no matter what the number one employee of the month you can't have that and pull back your energy as a matter of fact pulling back your energy allows you to birth new parts of yourself that have been fighting to get out but you won't let that get out because you're afraid of what that looks like if you change and the number one reason why we're afraid of, of changing is because we're afraid other people in our lives will change. And what will that mean to us? We won't be able to control it. Oh, did I say a good word? Let me say that again. We're afraid to change because we remember when someone changed in our lives and how it devastated us. And so if we allow ourselves that change, then we're doing the same things to ourselves and others. And that's not good enough anymore. Pulling back your energy is essential to prevent midlife suck. Pulling back your energy is essential to your desire rewire, what you really want in your life, who you said you were, but now who you really are. Pulling back your energy means you might be misunderstood. You might be talked about. You might be trigger other people because it feels so much like abandonment to them. But the truth is you've abandoned yourself by the time you need to pull back your energy and you're not abandoning them. And you may not have the energy to explain that. It might have to be an afterthought or it may have to be an email. Hey, y'all, blind copied all your people. Love you all so much. I'm taking a little bit of a time. Don't worry about me. Uh, if I need to reach out, I will. But, you know, can you please respect uh, my need for time? We have all this technology, a text. You ain't got to talk to people no more. You don't even got to type it. You can make a little video and send them to a YouTube link. OK, so. Pulling back your energy is going to come when something needs to change or. And it can be positive. I think it's usually positive. Or when a huge tr life transition is happening, someone may have passed away suddenly, or you may get a health you know, diagnosis you weren't expecting, or a partner may decide to leave a friendship or a relationship. Pulling back your energy allows you to grieve. It allows you to go through those seven, you know, uh, Kim, you're losing your brain. Seven. Uh, Grief steps, seven levels of grief. Y'all know what I'm saying. So pulling back your energy is essential. I recommend thinking several times a year when you could do that. And I love to do it when the seasons change. I mean, we're about to hit the, I don't know when you're going to get this video, but we're about to hit the summer solstice and it feels really normal to pull back and then move into celebration. I'm going to have so many things to celebrate in July. So many things. I said June was going to be spicy, but so many new things to celebrate in July. And pulling back my energy ensures my sanity. It says, I trust myself. I love myself. I know myself better than anyone else knows me. Pulling back your energy may be to learn how to trust yourself, to know yourself, to, you know, have your back like no one else does. And when we pull back our energy, we allow others to pull back their energy and we don't make it about us. 
Remember that abandonment? People have pulled back their energy before with me in earlier times in my life. And it's freaked me the fuck out because I was so scared of being abandoned because, well, my dad died when I was 10 and relationships ended and things changed. And that fear of abandonment almost ensured that I would be abandoned to heal that abandonment wound. You pulling back your energy may trigger some wounds in people that they're ready to heal or deeper conversations or intimacy. But can I be honest? The other people don't matter when you're pulling back your energy. You matter the most. People who need to pull back their energy are the ones who are always on the front lines thinking about people's feelings. And it's an act of survival. A necessary act of survival and of thrival (laughs) and of thriving. We are creative beings. When we don't have a thing to create or an idea, when we pull back, we get to get that new idea. And I'm not saying we always need an idea or something to create, but damn, it's good when it's good. And it's pulled back when it's pulled back. So I want you to think about if it's time for you to do that and how you want to tell the others or if you don't want to tell the others. Sometimes you just disappear. My friends always laugh at me. (laughs) Everybody thinks I'm extroverted and I'm really in the middle. And as I've gotten older, and usually as people get older, they become more introverted. And so I will leave a party sometimes by just leaving the party and not saying goodbye. Sometimes I can't do the goodbyes. I don't want to do them. People know that about me now. Like my best friend said, well, we know your goodbyes, uh, uh, you're gone. Some things we don't have to change about ourselves. We can just dig them. Where do you need to pull back your energy? Why do you need to pull back your energy? Permission granted for me, grant the permission to yourself or just do it. And in the middle of you feeling recharged and renewed and ready to take on the world after you do it, you'll be like, man, I sure am glad I did that. You might not feel good about it at first, but that's what it gets you. A self-renewal, a self-recharge, a oh, I'm worthy of my own time, my resources, my money, my love, my attention, my pleasure. It gets you all of that. And of course, you know, my my sales pitch, if you need someone to help you do that, a life coach is a perfect perfect person to uh, demo that behavior and to help you, support you as you do that. (laughs) Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. And join me here next week. Have a good one. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good, good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series, 
dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials. So find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. Thank you.